What's up, college baseball fans? Live college baseball is back. Flow Sports is your home for live and on-demand coverage of the biggest tournaments of the year, including the State Farm College Baseball Showdown, the Round Rock Classic, the Frisco Classic, and the Sanderson Ford Classic, and so much more. Go behind the scenes with exclusive interviews, in-depth tournament previews, and a host of college baseball-focused content. Subscribe today by going to flowbaseball.tv forward slash 11-P-O-I-N-T-7. That is F-L-O-Baseball.tv forward slash 11-P-O-I-N-T-7. And when you purchase a Flow Baseball subscription, you'll get access to an entire Flow Sports network of over 25 sports. Don't miss out. Sign up with flowbaseball.tv forward slash 11.7. That's F-L-O baseball.tv forward slash 11.7. We are so excited to have them on as an advertiser and sponsor. Flow Baseball has done so much for us already, and we're really looking forward to having them on in the foreseeable future. Guys, don't miss out. Please go and get a subscription with Flow Baseball to show your support of college baseball today. College baseball fans, we have an exciting interview that we finally got after a long two and a half years of doing this. We finally got the king of college baseball himself, Kendall Rogers, to join the show. It was an excellent interview. We had a kind of a strict time constraint due to my Zoom meeting. Uh, I didn't upgrade in time, so we had 40 minutes with him, and it's unbelievable. Kendall really shows his personality. He shows all of his knowledge about the game, and he was just fun to talk to. He was just boys being boys with us, and he's going to have some excellent news for you college baseball fans moving forward uh, with this interview. So you guys sit back, relax, take on this interview. It was a fun time. Now welcome on Kendall Rogers. What's up, college baseball fans? We have probably our best guest we've ever had on the show, the one and only Kendall Rogers. Kendall, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. We're excited for you, and we're, what are we, six days away now from the start of college baseball season? Yeah, dude, I don't know if I'm the, the most famous guest you ever had. You had Mike Early on here last year, didn't you? Uh, we sure did. We still keep in contact with him. What yeah, dude, he's, he's one of the, the rising stars in the game, so he's a, he's a much bigger deal than I am. I think, sure. I think Kendall – and Ron Polk have a, have a good Ron battle. Polk. Yeah. Now that's a now Ron Polk is an interesting comparison to me. <laughs> so um, I'm a, yeah. I'm a lot I'm a lot uh, less controversial. I'll tell you that much. That's true. But yeah, when we had Ron Polk on, it was so funny because I mean he, you he get the same question Scott. every year. Wait a second, Ron Polk actually I gotta go back and watch this. So Ron yeah. Polk actually found a way to get on Zoom. Listen, no, it wasn't Zoom. It wasn't Skype. Uh, we recorded a three-way call with him off of his like off oh, of his okay. cell phone. It wasn't okay, even his that's cell like phone. that's like vintage Ron Polk. I was about to say Ron Polk got on a Zoom call. No shot. No it, shot. it reminds me of a few years ago. Somebody was telling me that Augie Garrido, and this is, certainly is not meant as like a slam. It just shows you like these old school coaches. Remember, I was talking to somebody about Augie Garrido, and he was saying like he barely like knew how to turn on a computer. 
I believe well, that's it. just those old school baseball guys, man. Like they just want to roll out the ball and play ball. They don't want to yeah. get on computers and look at scatter reports. Like this analytical stuff. They're like they're just <laughs> hey, let's just play baseball. They just want to hit fungos and throw a BP. Yeah, right. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of Ron Polk and uh, is Mississippi State going to host a regional? I like their chances. You know, it's in all seriousness. <laughs> I like their chances. I, I think when you look at this team overall. You know, with Christian McLeod and you know Eric, you know Eric Sarantola is your Sunday guy up to ninety eight. Uh, Will Bednar was off to a great start last year. I'm really excited to see those guys in in Dallas this weekend at the Globe Life Tournament. You know, uh, the six teams there, all six of them in our top twelve. Uh, that's a pretty damn good tournament. And so, <laughs> as long as I can actually physically get there on the road, I'll be there. Uh, Friday might be a little dicey though. Yeah, I know with all the snowstorms, but uh, well, yeah, on the ATV. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Kendall, so that was really the only question we had for you. So thanks for doing this interview. I uh, just want to know if Mississippi State would want to host but, or not. But <laughs> do, do I get an A for that, that answer? Yeah, I think the fans <laughs> would be happy with you. <laughs> but we're just messing with you. Um, but, yeah, man, again, we do appreciate you for doing this. Yeah. I think the number one request that we got uh, when, when we told a few people we were going to be interviewing you is they really just wanted to know who you are, how sure. you got to the position you are, and, you know, because we've all seen the rise that you've come through just with Twitter five, six years ago, you know, I mean, final scores and things like that. And now you're, you know, sitting there with tens of thousands of followers, you know, thinking, you know, they want your opinion on every single thing about their favorite team. So like, how did you get to the position you were and really want to know just who Kendall Rogers is as a whole? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Uh, you know, it, it's interesting uh, because, you know, back in the day we were kind of barking at each other, but to be real honest with you, like, I don't take myself very seriously as you saw with how much I kind of messed with you, like, oh, yeah. dude, I don't, I don't take myself that seriously. And like, I know people out there probably think that, Oh, you know, if you're one of the quote unquote, I'm saying this because you're saying this, but if you're one of the quote unquote top national people in a sport, like typically like there's some ego involved. And so sure. like, I, I just try not to take myself very seriously. I love to have a lot of fun as you can see with the Mississippi state hosting questions, <laughs> uh, you know, hating your team. I'm biased things like that. But, you know, go, going back to when I started doing this, it's actually pretty interesting. Uh, my mom and dad used to take me back when I was a teenager uh, to games at Texas A&M and back in the glory days at Southwest Conference. And, you know, just going to games at Olsen Field when they were playing Texas, Texas Tech, Baylor back in the heyday. I remember one game I went to, this is back in uh, 90, oh, I want to say 97, 98. And I went to a game at Olsen Field and I think it might have been the Texas series and they had like 14,000 people there. And I, and I just like going through the atmosphere and things like that and, and going on the road to Austin and places like that and just seeing the atmosphere of college baseball, like, man, I just fell in love with it. I was like, you know what? Like every, like there's a hundred, there's a hundred riders for college football. There's a hundred riders for college basketball, but like college baseball at that time, you know, had John Manuel, and Jim Callis, that was, yeah. that was that was pretty much it. You know, Lou Pavlovich at Collegiate Baseball on a lesser scale. So that was all the, the only people that were covering the sport. So, like, I fell in love with college baseball back then. Uh, and actually, my junior and senior year of high school, I was like, you know what? Like, there's nowhere to go to just see Big 12 baseball scores and analysis. So I literally, like, if you all remember, like, the old school, like, Microsoft front page, like I used to go in there and literally just upload the FTP with scores and, like, stories, <laughs> wow. like myself. And so I got it started like that. And then uh, when I went to school at A&M, I, uh, I, I got to know uh, a guy by the name of Bobby Burton, who at that time was one of the VPs at Rivals.com. And he's like, hey, like, have you ever thought about doing a Big Toll site on Rivals? And I'm like, like, I would love to. 
But, you know, right now I just have this blog. So I started doing a Big 12 site on there. After about a year or two, it got so big that they're like, hey, why don't you try to do this nationally? And so, you know, I was there at Rivals and Yahoo Sports for seven years uh, before going to Perfect Game for two years. Uh, Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately for after about seven years at Yahoo, they did like 15,000 layoffs uh, nationwide. And shockingly, the college baseball guy was not one of the people they wanted to keep. (laughs) So I went looking for a job. And and, and unfortunately, a couple of days later, uh, Jerry Ford at Perfect Game uh, called me up. And, you know, I, I loved working for those guys for a couple of years. But, you know, uh, there was one summer to kind of get you back, get you all the way to D1 baseball. There was one summer in Omaha, and uh, we were—I was sitting there talking to Kyle Peterson, actually at the the bar at the Hilton across from the College World Series, and uh, we were sitting there. And he's like, "Hey, like, what would you say about the idea of me bringing you and 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 bringing like Aaron Fit on and like just creating and buying D1 baseball?" Uh, because back then, if you remember, it was all scores. It was just all so, scores. Yeah. Scores. I mean, it was awesome. Jeremy Mills, and, Jeremy Mills did an amazing job. But he was like, hey, what if I bought this and brought y'all on? Like, would you be all in? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, I, I think I would be all in. And, uh, you know, honest to God, like after that conversation, I was like, there's no way in hell he's going to put a bunch of money in a college <laughs> baseball side. Like, who the hell, like, who the hell do, you know, like, what, what the hell do you think he's doing? But, yeah. uh, you know, a year later, he calls me up, says, "Hey, dude, you ready to go?" And I'm like, "Yeah." So six years later, it, it's been a blast. I mean, I, the thing about college baseball is my goal in getting into this is I thought I was, thought I was doing a really good job promoting the sport, but what I wanted to do is get with guys that I felt like not only could we cover the sport, but we can help take this sport to the next level. And I do feel like with what D1 baseball has been able to do. Like we are increasing the footprint of the sport. We still have a lot of work to do, but I feel like the sport with us, with ESPN, SEC Network, now ACC Network, the sport's come a long way. So I, I've had a lot of fun covering it, but I think our, our most fun days are coming up. For sure. Yeah, this is just the beginning. And I, I mean, I do respect everything you guys do at D1 Baseball. I mean, we've been big followers. I mean, ever yeah. since I was in high school. So that was seven, eight years ago. Um, and for the listeners that you know damn you're a young pup dude 25 years old only 25 <laughs> so just a young pup but I mean, he is I am, young he is. I 2001 right here yeah oof, oof. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah so for the listeners that have been long time they probably found us because of you so we want to give you credit for kind of making us who we are today because what, what kind of started our podcast was and where we got a lot of our followers and listeners on social media was just by going back and forth with you, kind of messing with each other. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and stirring the pot. And we got a ton of followers yeah, and listeners because there's so many people out there who are haters for you that they were like, oh, these guys Hell are tripping yeah. at Rogers. Yeah. So, I mean, dude. And then even the people who like me are like, hey, yeah. like these guys are pretty, pretty intense. Like, I yeah. want to see what they're all about. Dude, the, day, sure. the day that Ben, I think Ben posted something on somewhere starting, and I was like, yo, dude, let me in. Let me in. Let me in, <laughs> let me in on this. Well, yeah. I was just mad. I would, dude, I was just mad that Dimitri Cordes was talking shit to me. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Like, what's I, up, man? Like, what? Come on. Listen. All those articles you and wrote I about really him. Hope the I, I'm that's sure. the only reason I. That's the only reason I wrote those articles. So you leave me alone on Twitter. Hey, listen. I'm sure I have the screenshots or the receipts somewhere. I told Ben. I said. I'm all in. Let's go after Kendall Rogers. I don't want to remember that. I don't want to hear about. I don't want to hear about somebody. I want to hear about the funny stuff. And I was like, dude, why don't oh, we yeah. just do that? Why don't There's we no do turning back and let them do all the hard hitting analysis? 
all the boring stuff. <laughs> but that boring <laughs> stuff, that boring stuff helps us out so much because we don't know what we're yeah. talking about half the time. We got to go to D one baseball, read the, the, the hey, last hey, three hey. articles. I feel like everybody needs to. I feel like everybody needs a little mix. Yeah, for sure. It's a good mix. It's like we're the uh, we're the liquor. You're the coke. You know, we're just mixing it together. And everybody's getting a little taste. It's a good combo. That's my combo right there, actually. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But we do want to just say thank you for running you that got side, it, man. man. It's, Y'all uh, too, dude. Uh, it's awesome. It's well, a. Good it's a say, I, sure. Go, go ahead, ahead, buddy. No, go you're ahead. good. All, all, all I'm gonna say was, back in 2012, you were with Perfect Games. That's when college baseball coverage really became official and that I remember of because mm-hmm. I remember 2010, 2011, we were getting recruited. I never heard of Mercer. I have to school, a lot of schools I didn't never heard of. Now, now it, it's hard to find a school that you never heard of because the coverage is so much better. Even the little school yeah. of the MEAC or the Florida A&M's or the whoever, they're getting coverage. It might not be a lot, but it's still enough. Yeah. High schoolers to know of these schools. <laughs> well, yeah, and the other thing too is, you know, well beyond coverage. Like, think all the schools that have like really nice facilities now. Yeah. Like, you know, Mercer has nice facilities. You know, Campbell has a nice, really nice facility. What was it the like the Astros short season team played there for a couple of years? Bowie's like, Creek. Bowie's yeah, Creek. Bowie's Creek. Like, like, come on, dude, you got like a nice ballpark in Bowie's Creek, North Carolina. You know, it's just one of those things. Like, people, like uh, administrators have realized. Like, hey, we're probably never going to compete with Alabama and football. Mm-hmm. We're probably not going to compete with Duke and basketball. So let's go to a sport that's partial scholarship and let's dump a mo- bunch of money into that. Finally and dude, investing we've got, in we've it. Got a, yeah, we've got a chance to win in yeah. a sport that gets national acclaim. For sure. It's become like an arms race now of who can build the nicest stadiums, who can upgrade their locker room the best. And that's, what, that's what's good for the game. And what I'll tell you what else is good for the game is if you go on ESPN Plus or watch ESPN – on a Tuesday night, Friday night, Saturday night, whenever, there's like 30 games you can choose from to watch. You can watch North Alabama play against Auburn on a Tuesday night. Like that's that, that's the kind of coverage that we love to see. And you're right. It's just all about growing the game, making sure that, you know, yeah, that there's enough stuff out there for uh, for the baseball fans to to get that knowledge, I guess. Well, not on top of that, too, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, it was like, okay, we can we can watch all SEC games. We can watch all Big 12 games. We can watch all ACC. Now, like ESPN Plus, it's like we literally can watch, like, all of everything. Yeah. Unless it's like the Metro Atlantic or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can watch anything you want. So I, I think from a, just a, you know, and you guys can speak more to this as former players, but I would say, like, if you're a college making a pitch to a kid not to take – you know, 40 grand in the draft, like you can go to college now and get all the exposure you would ever want. Whereas, you know, 10 years ago, unless you went to the SEC or the big 12 or the ACC, you may not get any exposure. For sure. No, Your exposure was an area scout that found you. Yeah, and, exactly. Some Rover. But, but the thing for me is like with baseball, speaking to the Alabama, the football and the dude, any Friday night guy anywhere in the country can be, any team at any time. That's why I think college baseball, I mean, even MLB is different, but college baseball, you can have Campbell find a Friday night guy, 94, 95, and he'll go, he can go beat LSU on a Friday night. Yeah. I mean, we, Absolutely. See, it, we see it in the regionals every year, like two or three, four seeds beating a one seed uh, on the road. And that's, there's no that, such thing as a guaranteed win in college yeah, baseball. Quinnipiac sure. beat East Carolina last year, right? Oh, or yeah. did they, did East Carolina come back? I can't remember. But, you know, my perfect example of this is I remember uh, 
Yeah. I, I lived in Nashville the year that David Price and like Casey Weathers, you know, they were, I mean, they do, they were ridiculous. It's the year that Michigan beat them. I played with Casey. Yeah. Good guy. Oh yeah. He, uh, you know, in that regional, they played Michigan in the final and lost, but in the first game, I mean, they were, dude, they were on the ropes the whole game. And I remember Austin P that year had a guy named Sean Kelly. Yeah. Who I was like, who the hell is this guy? Like, dude, he's freaking like, throwing gas he's he's dealing he's making like pedro alvarez look stupid and the guy ends up being a big leaguer for like five or six years i think and so like just stories like that uh, to me is like what makes this sport great like it's not just the big boys it's everybody has especially now i feel like has two or three guys and that's why i love this coming season is i think when you look at college baseball as a whole is like Okay, yeah, all yes. these big schools bring a lot of guys back, but it's like I'm sitting here doing the Southland preview tonight. It's like, like Jesus, man, like uh, Houston Baptist brings back five seniors, SFA brings back four or five seniors. I think that just makes the the atmosphere ripe for some teams that we had no idea to make a big run. For sure, one thousand percent. Do you remember from that regional the pinch hitter, the the, the pitcher that hit a home run off Price? Uh, Alan Alan Oaks. Alan Oaks. He still, dude. He still, t- he still tweets at me uh, every regional year when ben, I make a you, comment about a big home run. Ben, do you, do you know what we're talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Dude yep. came off the bench, freaking reliever, <laughs> hits a bomb off the left center field. One sixty-four hitter. Yeah, there's still a video on YouTube of that. I, I actually went back and watched it a few, probably a few months ago. But um, yeah, David Price uh, got a got a big strikeout the previous inning and. I had a few interesting words to say to the other dugout. I mean, it was all an excitement. Like, he wasn't sure. trying to be an ass or anything. But, like, he was excited, kind of yelling. It was kind of like Kumar-esque, you know, uh, yeah, against yeah, Duke yeah. and that super. It was very Kumar-esque. Yeah. And the next uh, bottom half of the inning, Alan Oaks hits that bomb. It was honestly one of the more other than – other than uh, actually, in, in the history of covering this sport, other than the day the season was shut down, when that happened, that was, like, the most surreal feeling – I've ever had covering the sport because it's like nobody expected that dude to hit a bomb off of David Price. Not and like it himself. barely cleared yeah. the wall. Yeah. Like I don't think everybody thought it was going to be caught. And so, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll remember that one forever. And just seeing the, seeing the coach, you know, coaches and players that were just crushed, you know, Tim Corbin and boy, it, it was, it was a tough scene, but uh, you know, for Michigan boy, it's, it's up there. Yeah, no doubt. So Kendall kind of moving on here. Um, yeah. I want to get your opinion on this because we just released, um, I think it was our second episode of the season, that we're going to be giving away four awards this year. 11.7 awards. And I want to know your thoughts on these. Okay. We're starting out giving the, uh, giving the guys who deserve the most love the love that they deserve. And it's, we're going to hand out a volunteer assistant award of the year. And we're going to call it the Golden Fungo. And we're literally going <laughs> to ship them a Golden Fungo. I love it. Yeah. Do you have any uh, you got any picks so far for your uh, maybe some favorites for the Golden My Volunteer of the Year? Yeah. Anybody? I mean, last, last year it would have been our man, Michael Early. Oh, no doubt. I mean, that would have been like the slant. I mean, you might as well just call I'm it the gone. Michael Early Award. The Michael Early Golden, uh, Golden Fungo Award. I like that. And he'd be down for it. You know, I mean, he's the inaugural winner, right? I mean, yeah. if we if we kind of backtrack a little unofficial, bit. Unofficial, unofficial winner. <laughs> We'll let him do the uh, presentation. <laughs> well, this would be an interesting presentation, and I'm very interested to see how he'd accept the award. But keep it on Troy Tulowitzki at Texas this year. Uh, there's been a – I mean, that would be yeah. a – I mean, I'm sure he would cherish that award like no other. 
Yeah. He would take um, some pride in that for sure. <laughs> gold, glo- gold gloves and the golden fungos. <laughs> hey, he, imagine uh, with a gold glove, he's got a golden fungo. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's going to be a really big part of that that program this year, and I think moving forward, you know, it's kind of interesting, guys. You know, you think about former pro, you know, players and managers that go into college baseball. Like, let's just come out and say it. Like, for the most part, they're failures, right? And yeah. I think when you looked at Troy going to Texas – uh, I was extremely skeptical. You know, David Pierce kept telling me, like, hey, this guy's the real thing. And I'm like, okay, seen Chad Cruder, you know, seen all these other guys, like, I'm very skeptical. But, you know, when I met him and it was just talking to him about offensive approach and things like that, like, it was a different feeling, man. Like, it was not a guy who was just going back to have fun and just screw around. Like, he was serious. And when you talk to people around that program, you know, with the with the job that he did in the fall with some of these guys – I think he's going to be a, a big time uh, volunteer and a big time hitting coach for those guys uh, moving forward. You know, is his I think goal is his goal to become a head coach one day in Division One level. I would think. I mean, I can't imagine you go I to mean, University of Texas. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, my feeling is, and you know, the other thing to keep an eye on with Troy is he doesn't have his degree yet. I don't think, and so I think he. My my hunch is he's probably going there, coaching, probably distant somewhere because you know COVID and all that probably distantly I'm my guess getting a degree and yeah. I, I mean I would not be shocked if a job came open a, a big job came open in the big west if his name came up especially if he has Long success Beach. this year yeah I mean Eric Valenzuela may have something to say about that yeah. I mean he did a pretty good job <laughs> he did in 2019 job but, uh, I mean I mean I mean you Cal- can't predict five years from now but I'm sure Troy had his eye on there out there Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's some there's some nice jobs in, in that league. I mean, I, if I'm him and I'm at Texas and I don't need the money, like I'm not going to UC Riverside or something like that. No shot. No but, shot. you know, uh, you know, keep it on him. You know, Kyle Cheesebro is a guy for me. Yeah. I think when you look at, you know, Mississippi State and the job that they've done over the last few years, certainly, you know, Jake Gotro, Scott Foxhall deserve a lot of credit. But, you know, Cheese is a big part of that that organization as well. So uh, I would keep, on, uh, keep an eye on uh, Kyle Cheesebro as well. So those two are the favorites for this season, and obviously we're going to get some some submits from you know mid-major level guys. That I don't know, we're going to have a, a good little presentation. Isn't for that there one league. more big, former big leaguer coaching sure with Troy bunch. and one more, right? Um, yeah, off the top of my head, I can't. Oh, um, Oklahoma State. Who's oh Matt Holiday? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Matt Holly is a cer- certainly another one to keep an eye on. I, you know, I don't know if Oklahoma State's offense is really expected to be like what much better. Yeah, yeah, much better than we all thought. But hey, I mean, hey, again, I'll be re- yeah, I'll be really interested to see how he does there. For sure. You know, is it is it hey, I'm going back to hang out with my bro and help out the program, or is he there to potentially move on at some point? I, th- I do think Troy for sure has his eyes set on a bigger on a on a head coaching job a career yeah. he's always been an all business kind of guy um so, uh, he's as serious as he can be man it's like yeah. really serious but it's impressive for sure um so moving on to the second award uh we're gonna give out a mid-major player of the year we already Ooh. got confirmation from kyle lewis he said he wants to be a part of it wants <laughs> to be the one to uh to well give that's, that award so it's the kyle lewis mid-major player of the year award. well that's a lot bigger deal than me me giving my opinion that's for damn sure for, hell for no sure. kendall have some freaking confidence <laughs> but uh um, he's, he's kind of a big deal and so let me ask you this because this is actually a bigger question that we've never had an answer to as far as mid-major goes in college baseball where do you draw the line like what is mid-major and what is not yes please please we get chirped at more than anybody for our mid-major top 25 rankings 
Boy, that's a that's a great question. I mean, I I would say, like, and I I I say this as as I'm not like I'm not trying to make these conferences sound like they're unimportant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I would say probably like Sun Belt and below Conference USA Sun Belt Conference yeah. USA Sun Belt below. Yeah, For I mean, sure. they're, yeah, yeah. Conference USA Sun Belt. Like, about, I feel like what about like the that's West? A, is that a mid major in baseball? It Ooh. is now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you want to talk about a league who whose profile has changed over the last five or six years, I mean, outside of UC Santa Barbara getting to Omaha, like what has that league done? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. No, that's a hundred. I mean, the big names fell off. Big names, Long but uh, Cal State Fullerton's projected fifth in that league. I mean, you yeah. know, somebody in that league's gonna have to step up, and you know, I would say it's Long Beach State again, but I mean. Those those guys just now started practicing. Yeah, like, I, hear, I mean, speaking of, you hear about Georgetown? Yes, they have not done anything. Yeah, not they, they won't let them. They not even until February twenty second. They're not even letting them t- talk to each other in person. Yeah, what a! I mean, don't get me started on that. But uh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and then you have the Ivy League, who their coaches and players have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. It's one and, thing to be consistent. It's another thing to just just have power trips over these things yeah yeah i totally agree um so i do have to make oh i have to make a quick announcement i just got a message from zoom saying that we have 10 minutes remaining uh for the trial so we're gonna have to move (laughs) a little bit um all right so mid-major i'll pay for your whatever it costs (laughs) okay mid-major mid-major player uh give me colton kowser or ethan wilson i think colton kowser at sam houston state houston state i say he i say he has the braden shoemaker starter kit like he looks just like shoemaker in the box i think he's got more power potential than braden but uh you know he's a guy that is isn't quite as smooth as a hitter he struggled a little bit in the spring honestly he struggled a little bit in the fall but i think he's gonna have a big big year this spring i think he's gonna figure some things out and i think ethan wilson you know if you remember back in 2019 had a terrific year didn't get off to an amazing start this past year uh but uh, you know i mean he's a big time hitter uh mm-hmm. for south alabama and i would say from a pitching standpoint you know keep an eye on the the, the duo of connor cook and connor angel at, at louisiana both of those guys were up to 97 98 in the fall and had electric stuff i think if if uh, louisiana is going to make a move in that league it's going to be because of those two guys for sure, for Dude, sure. Ninety-eight isn't even like shocking anymore. It, it, it I know. I mean, insane. with all the rap soto and pitching lab oh, stuff that these teams have. Lab. I mean, they had a yeah. I mean, Louisiana has a freshman named uh, Hayden Dirk who's up to ninety-seven in the fall. That's like Jesus, man. That you never heard of that ten years ago. I mean, very oh, rarely. Dude, dude, 97 wasn't in the classrooms 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, so moving on to the third award, uh, we're going to give out a sixth-year senior award. We're calling it the uh, – the, I Ooh. forgot what we called it. But someone that was do, on their fifth year last year, coming back for a sixth year. And the only – I think what we're going to do is the only stipulation is they have to be at the same school for all six years. We want to honor them. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we're going to have to do some research, obviously. But well, – uh, I, I want to feel like TCU has somebody. I know. I think Miami has Ben Wanger, but he's been like eighteen hundred places. So hey, yeah. that Wanger dude from freaking where did he go? Harvard. To it was like Yale, wasn't it? Yale, Yale to USC Yale to USC to Miami. That's crazy. That's a journey right there. He was in. He was. I saw him. Or no, he was with Israel two two summers ago when they won when they qualified for the Olympics. Oh, really? That's right. That I guy been that. that guy's been playing everywhere. Yeah, he uh he was with Israel when they qualified for the Olympics. 
Yeah. And then the the last award that we're going to give out is the Ron Polk Award, which is the ejection of the year. It can be a player <laughs> or a coach. Um, kind of kind of stemming from the Quinnipiac catcher that we interviewed that lost his mind against Mississippi State like the last weekend before the season got shut down. We want a viral video of a player or a coach getting ejected. And we're going to give them a, a hand rolled cigar from Ron Polk. Himself. Well, you got to, well, so this is going to be difficult to figure out guys. Cause you got to remember the NCA released last week that a coach or a player, well, a player can argue anything, but a coach now can only go to the foul line to argue a call. Oh, oh my God. Well, that's cool. Yes. And he has to stop. He has to stop at the home plate dirt. The line that starts the dirt at home plate. He has to stop there and voice his displeasure from there. So and look, what happened, I think what I have. To, I think I can solve that issue. Each what coach, happened to be Crawford. What happened to be Crawford? Probably automatic ejection. But let me probably automatic. Probably get get in trouble. Let me say this. I think each coach should be allowed one water balloon to throw Ooh. at the umpire <laughs> for a bad call, and then it's just over the like you know bad call. Coach goes to the dirt circle and just gets to throw a free water balloon Dude. at the umpire, and that's Dude. his displeasure that he gets to remember shoot. the coach. Remember the minor league coach a few years ago that act like he was throwing grenades. Oh yeah, that's like one of those viral <laughs> yeah, yeah, videos yeah, yeah. on YouTube. Dude, <laughs> put, put on the Andy Reid freaking face shield, and you're fine. You can go argue it all you want. The umpire looks over and sees the head coach putting a face shield on. He's like, oh god, here we go. <laughs> But yeah, those are the four. Those are the four awards we're going to be giving away this year, Kendall. So obviously, we're going to want your input at the end of the year. Um, oh, dude, I, for sure. Six-year senior award—that's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. We'll have to do some so, research on that. So the way I was going to do would just go freshman roster, like like pick out a pool of players, you know, that are good. They're six-year, and then just kind of go freshman roster, and then you can yeah. kind of line up. If they were there, well, we're gonna have to people like have to submit stuff to us because there's yeah, so you're gonna school. you're gonna have to have open Commission. submissions. Yeah, it's gonna be like uh, yeah, it's gonna be like a scholarship. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta send in an app. You gotta send in an application yeah. for it. Have like three references <laughs> and all that too, and a cover letter. Um, but so since we don't have a ton of time, we're gonna save a lot of our conference breakdowns and stuff to another time when you get to come back on the show. We're, we're gonna anytime, have you, man. Yeah, we're gonna have you back on maybe in the middle of the season, hopefully. Um, but. Just like the last two topics we need to talk about, um, three Golden Spikes finalists that you expect to see there. Well, I mean, Kumar Rocker is kind of the obvious one, right? I mean, right. you know, the, the only thing that's really interesting about Kumar, and we, and we were having this discussion as a staff a couple of days ago, is when you look at what he did in Omaha two years ago, you know, it's like, what direction can Kumar go? Like, he was so damn good in Omaha. It's like, I, you know what I mean? Like it's I'm like just hard it's to like get a, higher than that. Yeah, like yeah. it's hard. It's hard to get better than that. So I think that's Kumar, the, Go ahead. Just go straight across, and everyone's happy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I think the other guy for me, fellas, is uh, Adrian Del Castillo, of Miami. I think when you look at Miami retooling the pitching staff, there's nobody more important in the country than probably that guy because the offense is going to be going to need to be so good early on. I think when you look at you know having Alex Troll behind him in the lineup, I think he's going to get a lot of protection. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Adrian's going to have a huge season. I, he he might actually be my favorite for Player of the Year just because I think his number is going to be asinine this year. Uh, you know, I think the other guy for me, I'm going to go off the board here a little bit. I'm going to go with Jordan Wicks at Kansas State. You know, even though Kansas State is probably not a team that will end up in Omaha, I think they could end up in a regional. 
But, you know, Jordan Wicks, you know, he he's not only a first-round talent, uh, I think he's going to be one of those guys that has an ERA under two this year. I think he's going to put up some phenomenal numbers as long as he stays healthy. Uh, I love the stuff. I love the velo. I love the makeup. He, he's got it all. He checks every box. And so uh, those are probably the three guys for me. Yeah. No, I, I definitely have heard some good things about him at Kansas State. And he's going to have a tough – tough road in that big 12 conference. Cause I think it's going to be solid from top to bottom. So he might actually be on the worst team in the big 12, in my opinion. So he's got a lot to prove. Um, but so last thing we're going to talk about, cause we do only have like a couple minutes left. Um, who's a team that you've covered this off season, uh, mid major team that is a sleeper for Omaha. Someone that just kind of jumps off the board to you that you're like, they got a chance. You know what? The team that I really like on paper, and I like hated, hated, hated not to put them in the top 25. Uh, I think Southern Miss has a chance to be really good. Uh, I think when you look at this team overall, you look at the pitching staff with Walker Powell. I mean, you're talking about a, a, a senior, uh, experienced guy on on your Sundays. Uh, you know, you look at the the rest of the rotation. Gabe Shepard. Uh, you know, you, you see me talk about him on Twitter all the time. I love the guy. He pitches with authority. He's hard nose up to 97, 96 or 96, 97, big time slider. You know, he's our Saturday starter. Uh, and then you look at their offensive lineup, you know, Slade Wilkes, the freshman's going to make an instant impact. I think, uh, I think uh, Tim Lynch is ready to take a big step forward. You know, uh, Gabe Montenegro is back. If you remember the, the LSU, LSU. Yeah. If you remember that, that, that uh, LSU regional a couple of years ago, just, uh, I mean, you want to talk about like poster boy, college baseball player, like Gabe Montenegro is that guy. So I think they've got a, a lot of depth. They not only, you know, offensively, but on the mound, I think they could end up in Omaha. I really do. Perfect. Well, Kendall, we do appreciate having you on, man. We're going to have you back on uh, however many times you want, because I know our listeners Dude, let's love do you, it, man. for sure. And uh, Let's sorry, do it once a, a month. I'd love to. Next time, we will Perfect. not have a time restraint. I promise you that, but we're over Demi- here. Dude, Demi- Dimitri's a, a former All-American. I know he's got money to pay for that. I uh, know. He's playing <laughs> ball overseas now, but uh, Kendall, man, have a great rest of your, man- hey, great, great rest of your night. Appreciate it. Have fun in the snow, okay? Yeah, you got it, fellas. <laughs> Opening day a few days away. We'll see you. See you, man. Later, guys. Again, guys, I just want to remind you one more time that live college baseball is back and Flow Baseball is your home for the biggest tournaments of the year. Get unprecedented access to live coverage of the State Farm College Baseball Showdown, Round Rock Classic, Frisco Classic, and the Sanderson Ford College Classic, and so much more. Subscribe today by going to flobaseball.tv forward slash 11-P-O-I-N-T-7. That's 11.7. That's flobaseball tv forward slash 11 p-o-i-n-t-7 and that interview with kendall rogers was presented by flow sports you guys go show them their support i told them that we have the most loyal fans in the game please show them the support all righty dimitri so i thought that interview went great obviously we had some time restraints but kendall rogers i mean he's a dude man he's a dude he he, he, he I'm, I'm glad i finally put a voice and a personality to the dude that's been hiding behind the Twitter account for all these years. But dude, his personality was great. Like I thought he was like, like someone you would sit around like a bonfire and like drink a beer with. Like the, absolutely had the Miller like drink a beer vibe. He does hundred percent. He doesn't have like that same like vibe, I guess, to him. Like I, and I, I get it, it's his job at D one baseball. But dude, like he was such a good dude. He was more than willing to come on the show. Finally got him um, on it and. Like I, I want I want him back on the show frequently. He was he was cool to oh, hang yeah. out. Oh yeah, no, no, for sure. I mean, you know what impresses me the most? It wasn't a when you ask them a question. It wasn't a pause, and 
nerd out, like answer. Read, it was read from the scripts kind of thing. It was just talking shop. He just yeah. knows everything. Yeah, he knows like, everything. I mean, he just pulled out some dude out of Kansas State out of his ass. It yeah. was just like, I was just nodding my head like, who? Like, who the hell are you talking about? And sure he's, enough, I went and looked him up. And- yeah, he, he's the real deal. Dude, he's somebody that, like, Kendall Rogers is somebody that, like, gets stuff done. I mean, he, like, he has a vision. He has a plan. He's building a brand with D1 Baseball, and he's really taking it to the moon right now. Like, he's taking it much higher places than they could have ever expected. So, uh, props to him for doing that interview. I thought it was fun. Hopefully the listeners liked it and we're going to get him back on. Cause I think he was, no, no, uh, no, hundred percent. He'll be back. Yeah. I mean, he even said it himself. He wants to once a month. We did not suggest that. How funny is it that we kind of started this podcast when James was around too. We really grew. We got probably a couple hundred followers a day, just like chirping at Kendall Rogers. Like people love to hate him, but also respect him at the same time. Like he, they, he's, they, he's, they, Dude, you know what? Sports is so toxic. Sports is such a toxic play because if your team doesn't get love, you automatically hate them. If they have a hot take that you don't agree with, you automatically, even if it's the, the universally right take. right take, but it's against you, you don't agree with it, it's wrong and you hate them. And I love that shit. I hate, I love when people get mad at me. I love when people talk shit. Kendall <laughs> literally gets people, he gets free entertainment. He's, he's a professional seven. pot stirrer. He just stirs the pot and he loves it. Um, and so I'm glad we had him on and, you know, I'm pumped for the season coming up because I know he's going to be growing D one baseball even more. Um, and you know, Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I just, I just like how, I just like how he, his vibes, his vibes were perfect. I mean, he came on here and he would talk about something. I was like, yeah, dude, holy shit. I know exactly what you're talking about. And then he would laugh, make some subtle joke, and then he would fire off some another random person from Southern Myth. I mean, I don't mean to say random, but in I know the general eye, it's random. You're saying, but and you're just like, where the hell, like, how, like what? It was so good to see a personality out of him, uh, just because I don't think a lot of the listeners know, like, he's just okay. a good old Texas dude that loves what he does. He loves his job, and he's really good at it. So props to him for coming on. Um, we're going to get him back on soon, and <laughs> – but kind of just going yeah. forward, let's let's talk about what we're going to do for our fans and our listeners. Obviously, we're not as big of a scale as D1 Baseball, but we do we do provide a lot of free content out there. And I think that's why people like us so much. What we're going to do is we're going to release a few things, a few pieces of content this week coming up, leading up to the start of college baseball season. Obviously, we're going to release our top 25, and I know we're probably going to be the last college baseball site to do it, but we also like to, we like to put in a lot of effort towards and actually crunch some numbers and and that kind of stuff. And then we're also going to release our mid-major top 25, which people love because I think we're the only site that really does it on a consistent basis. So mid-major top 25 is also coming up. And um, last but not least, I will be doing the college baseball gambling lines again this year. I can't tell you how many DMs I've gotten and text messages I've gotten. Dude, you need to do it again. That was so fun. Like even though the the bets were five or 10 bucks, it made those games way more interesting uh, I love doing it as well, man. I love crunching the numbers, kind of getting a little feel involved, a little gut instinct involved in the game. And uh, I, I, that's what I like doing for the, for the listeners. It's a, it's a fun way to get invested in the games, actually have some meaning behind watching it. And the more people we get watching the games and the more games that we watch, the better our stuff's going to be moving forward. So I will be doing that, releasing them Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, so ben, what are, ben, what are we doing for the gambling? $25 max bet? 
Yeah, I mean, I got very little max bets last year. I don't do anything above $25 just because, you know, I think that's when the point of like real gambling comes in. But most of the bets last year were $5, $10, I would say 80% of them. Um, and it was fun, man. It was fun because I, no, I, yeah. I felt I, invested and uh, it I was, it was, should. it was more of like a skill. I was trying to build my skill of how well do I know each team? How well do I know each mm -hmm. environment? Uh, so it wasn't it, just straight gambling. It was like actually a lot of work being put into that. So you should do three or three game theory parlay. No, like, no parlays. I don't no, want to no, do no, that. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, but it's not going to be a plus 300 payout parlay. It's going to be double or nothing. Pick, pick, you know, the money line of each game for three game series. I don't know. We'll see. And, we'll then you see. Just, and it's just a double or nothing. Basically. I like to keep it simple, man. I like to keep it like find 10, 10 games that I like. Uh, try to give a little college baseball entertainment for those that are beyond that are be shown on TV. That's like one requirement I have. These games have to be on ESPN plus or like watch ESPN SEC network. It's gotta be something I can sit and watch. Cause I don't want to just put money on something that I can't watch. Hey, um, and the, the degenerates know five o'clock in the morning, Asia baseball, you're down bad. You're down big on the day. You just want to come back. You just <laughs> drop a bag right. on or, or 1 a.m. tennis. Have you ever done that? No. Oh, my no, God, no. dude. Dude, I, I remember one time I was down bad. I got in bed. I looked at the site and just like, dude, what an awful day. I'm about to win it back. Yeah. Put money on some t random tennis game in Australia. I lost that too. And I said, you know what? This, this is the worst. Like, right. I'm not doing this ever again. I also want to throw this disclaimer out there that what I'm doing is not illegal because I'm not taking these lines from any kind of Vegas or Biloxi, wherever they're doing. I'm making these lines myself and it's with friends, people that I know. I'm not taking bets from people that I don't know personally. It's people I have their phone numbers saved in my phone who love college baseball. Um, I don't, you know, even if someone sends me a DM and I've never seen them before, I will not take that bet. You got to get to know you a little bit. You can't be an egghead picture on Twitter. It's got to be someone that has a face, someone that I can talk to about college baseball, someone who's passionate about the game, not just some degenerate gambler who found like stumbles it's, upon my page. You know what I mean? It's, you know, it's like it's like taking it's like making a bet with your buddy. Yeah, it's it's all buddy bets. You know, it's you know sitting at sitting at the game or sitting on your couch with your buddies watching Wichita State play basketball against Kent, Kentucky and being like oh, I think they're going to lose by less than 18. And then it's like, it's that kind of vibe. It's nothing serious. Uh, I'm not taking these lines from any kind of uh, professional organization. I literally have an Excel spreadsheet where I crunch some numbers. It's very simple numbers. Um, and it just makes the game more entertaining for me. You know, if I lose yeah. five, 10 bucks to somebody, that's, that's it. That's fine. It, it's, it just makes it way more. You, you, you watch the game much closer and you get a little bit of an adrenaline rush, and it's just fun. It's fun. You have something to root for because um, we obviously don't have ties to any teams besides Mercer Baseball. Um, and I don't put lines out for Mercer Baseball hardly ever. Um, but that's uh, – I mean, it's very friendly, very fun, not not illegal. I looked it up 100 times. I'm, I'm not stealing anything from you. anybody. <laughs> you had to look that up. I looked it up a hundred times and I know my mom listens to the show and she's probably going to text me again and say, stop doing that. Don't do it. Mom, I promise it's fine. It's not life-changing money. It's uh, you know, a dinner or a lunch that I'll go pick up a $5 box at Taco Bell. You know, I'll make yep. a sandwich at home. If I lose, it's, it's, it's going to be okay, mom. I swear. 
<laughs> but, uh, but anyway, oh, yeah. we are releasing our Pick'em. Like yeah, the Pick'em's the fun years. too. Pick'em's fun. It's free. It's usually me and Dimitri head to head, and then our fans can fill out their their sheets as well. So you guys look forward to that for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I mean, I'm just pumped to see some of these preseason tournaments take off. Uh, it is just going to be a good time. So um, yeah, no, I mean, you guys look up. forward look forward to an episode coming out uh, at least one more before the start of the season. We might also throw another bonus episode in with an interview. Uh, those like the interview we did. <laughs> the two interviews we've done with players or former players, those things have taken a lot of popularity. People seem to love it. A little 35, 40 minute. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get more. I mean, we'll get more. I, too. I, yeah, no. Um, I think we should get a current player interview for Thursday night. Uh, we can try. I don't know um, if it's going to be guaranteed. I mean, I think we should do it. Um, I think people would appreciate maybe yeah. some inside out, some inside outlook, insight, whatever. I don't know what word I'm looking for there, but um, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. It's so like, like real, like real life stuff going on. Yeah, and um, yeah. So I think I think what man, what do we want to do? We want to do an episode Wednesday night. Drop a job an interview Thursday, roll into Friday. Let's do it. And uh, you guys be sure to interact with me and Dimitri on social media. Love talking baseball with people. Um, give us your thoughts. Give us some suggestions on what we need to do this season. We got a lot of fun things planned with you this year. Um, but besides that, man, Dimitri, hey, always a pleasure doing this with you. I did not appreciate you dropping 99 out there. Yeah, that clip is going, it, it, it will go viral. Once the right person sees it and retweets it. It doesn't just, need to go viral. It it's one right retweet away. One retweet it, away. It can from stay going right where it is. It doesn't I'm, need to go anywhere. I think I'm going to pin it to our profile. <laughs> yeah, please. I'll, I will unpin it yes. right back <laughs> down the timeline. You guys go check out that video. It was an all-time moment from our last interview. So, um, but Dimitri, always a pleasure, man. We're going to be able to uh, keep in contact going forward. All right. All right. See you, Peace man. Out.